Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. There's a lot on my mind today. Let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray, Father, that we will be a people in this nation that rely on you for everything. Father, we are a nation in turmoil. You see that, and you know that it's because our hearts are not right. I thank you, and I praise you, Father, for who you are, the great I am. Thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness and for your patience. And we know your patience has a limit. I fear we are pushing it. Father, there are many of us scrambling, many of your children here that are trying to fight, claw our way out of the abyss that we are in, and back to the light, to your light. I ask that you will bless today's show. I ask that you will bless everyone who is listening, and Father, I pray that just like in the prayer of Jabez, that you will increase our borders, that you will increase our listenership. Not to make us great, Father, but to glorify you. I believe you have placed me here, Father. I'm no Queen Esther. But I believe you have placed me here for such a time as this. And each time I hear others say that, I believe You are working. And I ask, Father, for all these things, for such a time as this, in Jesus' name, amen. Rely on God. Yesterday in Sunday school, well, no, this was in church. We read this scripture out of Exodus 15, 26-27. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands and keep all His decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And then they came to Elam where there were twelve springs and seventy palm trees, and they camped there near the water. They camped there near the water. If you you know what's going on there, the the Egyptians have escaped, I mean, excuse me, the Israelites have escaped their slavery to Egypt. They've been in slavery for 400 years. And... The Lord was providing for them, but they would moan and groan and grumble and complain. And then he would provide again. And then they would forget. 
And then he would hear her and feed them again, and then they would forget. That's not so different from us today. I was watching Levin last night, as I always do, and I came across this thought. It didn't happen overnight, and it is here. Suddenly, but not suddenly, we as a nation find ourselves in turmoil. Most of us haven't experienced or seen such of this before. We've read about that. We've watched other nations struggle with riots in the streets. But here in America? I do remember the civil rights movement back in the 60s. And there was rioting and there was burning and there was looting and there was carrying on. But I was just a youngster and I didn't understand it all. But that was different. What we are experiencing now seems like a civil war. While not all are out there shooting and taking a hill, many are. Politically, we've lost many a hill, many a liberty. Which begs the question, where is that shining city on a hill, America? We are a people afraid. It seems to me we fear everything, COVID, vaccines, Mother Nature, climate change, an invasion on our borders. There's nothing we don't fear. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreats into advance. That's a quote from FDR in an inauguration address. I wrote this down in my notes yesterday. We are a people searching and wondering, wandering in a wilderness of our own making. We and our our founding fathers escaped religious persecution. They escaped slavery. They won freedom from a tyrannical king. Against all odds, they persevered many, and many died. Many lived on with descendants now in a nation unrecognizable. A people not in fear. Hmm. Focus now about, but once profound. We're confused now, but we were once profound as a nation, labeled exceptional. Now the entire world is again watching America, looking to us. No longer, though, for the way to freedom, but looking at us cross-eyed in wonder what the heck happened or is happening. You've heard me many times refer to this nation, and it's getting worse as inside, outside, upside down. Inside, we are safe, like an ostrich with his head in the sand. Inside, we can rely on government to take care of us. Wear a mask, America, and stay safe. And, of course, the masks were lies, but we did it anyway, and we're still doing it. We're told that we are killing the planet, and we must change our ways, change our lifestyles. We must stop giving birth. There's too many people. We must stop relying on God and start relying on government. To socialists, the progressive left, to those, government is their God. Outside, we are exposed to turmoil. Perhaps we see the trees, but the forest is missing. We know we're being told lies, but we can't fight them. We're only one. Fear might drive you back inside. 
upside down. The fears, the lies, the tyranny have left Americans confused, wandering in their own wilderness. To live in fear is tyranny. When government fears the people, there is liberty. When the people fear the government, there is... Wait a minute. I've got that backwards. <laughs> when the people fear the government, there is tyranny, said Thomas Jefferson. So where do you say we are today? Are we in tyranny or liberty? By the generosity of a friend of the show, we're heading to Freedom Fest in another week or so. Oh, it's actually just a few days, I guess. The theme this year is Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. The ultimate summit for the Liberty Movement, Freedom Fest, is an intense three and a half days, and it's different from any conference you have ever attended, they said. We're going to be broadcasting from there. We'll attend some other conferences if we possibly can. And we will be broadcasting from there. Hopefully we can grab some people passing by and have some interviews while we're on the air. And it's not too late for you to be there. July 21st to the 24th, Rushmore Civic Center is where it's going to be held. Healthy. Physically, mentally, spiritually. This is my writing. Wealthy and wise. That's their theme. And that's the opposite of inside, outside, upside down. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I hear the music. We're going to talk a little bit more about what is going on here in America. I think it's important that you know because it's important that Americans start pushing back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Warm up the Georgia pie. It's so good Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-800-296-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-1213-
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings Liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338 And we have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So inside, outside, upside down, I, uh, Went to Hobby Lobby recently, and it's probably a record. I walked out, and I only spent a dollar ninety-eight cents. And they had all their patriotic stuff on sale, and I could not resist this little um, statue that I bought of Uncle Sam, and he's standing on his head like he's doing a headstand. And I thought, well, that's perfect. And if you look on the bottom, he was made in China, which is even perfect yet. I know, don't buy stuff made in China. I love Hobby Lobby, but almost everything there is made in China, which is an example of an inside, outside, upside down. However, Hobby Lobby is also a Christian organ, a Christian uh, run business. They're not open on Sundays. And they take a lot of heat from the left. And they're under fire again now. But I thought, this is perfect. My little uh, inside, outside, upside down Uncle Sam. Because America is exactly that way right now. So, inside, if we stay inside, we are truly in slavery. We're dependent on government. We trade our liberty for security. And truly, we will get neither. We might believe staying inside, we are healthier, and that's not true. We know that. Inside, Outside, Upside Down was an old Berenstein Bears book that I read to my kids when they were little, teaching them what inside was and outside was and upside down was. 
But when looking at our chaos today in this nation, and, and we've been in chaos for a while. That's why I say suddenly, but it's not suddenly. It's been happening. Well, I took notes when I listened to uh, Mark Levin. And, of course, he's pushing his book. And I think I'm going to, I don't normally buy books because people send them to me all the time. I just don't have time to read them all. <laughs> Yet I want to write one and have people read it. <laughs> well, there's some hypocrisy for you. However, it's American Marxism. And he goes through all these things. And he was just, he's going to be doing a series. And I got, you know, I've been telling you that we were heading into this dark, godless, socialist abyss. And he said, we're no longer looking at it. We're in the abyss. We are in the abyss. American Marxism is the name of his book. He went through one book after another on the stacks, and I kind of got, I get tickled at it because his books, when he reads them, look like my books when I go through them. And I've got all these little sticky notes sticking out of them. And that's what he had. So I, I'm not as smart as Mark Levin. I probably can't read as fast as Mark Levin. I'm probably easier, more easily distracted as, than Mark Levin. But I kind of get a big chuckle out of that. So he went through one book after the other, and he named many progressive founding fathers. Dewey, John Dewey is one of them. You remember the Dewey Decimal System, and he had a lot to do with the education system, destroying the American education system, using it to indoctrinate. This didn't just start yesterday. It didn't happen overnight. It's been going on for a long time. Mark Levin mentioned climate change. He mentioned this chan, this transgenderism that's in place. And he said it's been in place for decades. It's just appearing now. We're just now being slapped in the face with it. We have heard the warnings. The, the man I worked for for over 15 years, Derry Brownfield, he spoke of all these things. He was the first one I remember telling me that John Dewey was a communist was a socialist. And yet we the people ignored all these warnings and we laughed at them. And now it is here. We are there. <laughs> Thomas Paine, The American Crisis, was read by over 200,000 people. And it had an enormous impact on this nation. And Mark says he, he hopes his book will do the same. Well, there's a big difference between reading 300 pages and, and, and uh, The Crisis, which is not near that much. It's a, it's a pamphlet. Levin went through the chapters. The first one is, it's here. What's here? Communism is here. Socialism is here. I've been saying that for a long time. Anytime our D.C. government implements another social program, you're in socialism. If you're relying on the government for anything, you're in socialism. His second one is breeding mobs. We've seen the mobs. Antifa, BLM, all of them out there instigating riots, looting. And then, of course, they leave the community devastated. 
they don't offer anything. These these people in BLM, they're making they're making millions of dollars. But they don't offer anything to these communities that they've gone in and trashed and ruined and burned. They weren't white necessarily white business owners. They were business owners of all colors in these communities. And they offer them nothing. Hate America Incorporated is another chapter in his book. Racism, genderism, and Marxism, they go hand in hand. Climate change fanaticism. Now, Mark was mentioning several things when he was talking about this. And we go way, way back to sustainable communities. We go way, 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 way back to the... uh, Endangered Species Act. All of these things were socialism, communism coming into this nation. I have book after book after book on Agenda 21. Well, I'm running out of the little pamphlets I sold. I think I only got one left, and that one's mine. I've got globalism. Explains what this is. With Henry Lamb, he's gone now. He's a patriot. He's gone. Propaganda, censorship, and subversion, that's chapter 6 and chapter 7. We choose liberty. He says the people have got to push back. And in this he mentioned the Cloward-Piven strategy. And we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. He says Americans need to push back. You have got to get active. I don't care if you buy his book or not. It would be educational for you because he's put all this, like I said, he had stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of these books on Marxism and communism and all these people that were here in the United States pushing it, prodding it, instigating it into our children, indoctrination. And we've sat here not knowing what they were doing. They didn't mention weekly readers. Weekly readers were pushing this stuff a long time ago. Intersectionality, he said, where they come together to devour the existing culture. The existing culture. You know, so they're going to knock down statues and they're going to remove history and they're going to start teaching a different history. Back here, even back then, in several of these books, they were talking about the 1619 program to push that instead of 1776. Those old racist white guys. Globalism is communism. That's coming from me. You've got to understand that. This is why the left are angrily trying to rid the United States of national pride, American exceptionalism. Obama told us how terrible we were. Our history must be removed, they think. We must, as a nation and a people, be brought down to size and put in our place. We are not a great nation. We never were. That's what Cuomo said. The left hate this nation. They hate you, the people. Yesterday, or recently, countless Cubans took to the streets throughout their country to demand the end to communist dictatorship. And they chanted, freedom, down with communism, liberty. And Cuba isn't yours, they said. But the Biden administration 
claims that Cuban anti-communist protests are just simply rising COVID cases and deaths. That's all. They're just up. They're just upset because they've got COVID. They're upset with climate change. They're upset. It has nothing to do with a dictatorship, communism. Why would he say that? Why would he not stand with these people that are chanting for freedom and liberty? I'll tell you why. Because it's inside, outside, upside down. It's what they want. They want confusion. Of course, the invasion on our border is also caused by climate change and COVID. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're giving them everything. It has nothing to do with the fact that they want to come to a free nation, which soon won't be free. If the Biden administration and the left progressives, the Sanders, the Schumers, the Pelosi's, and the Cheney's and the Romney's have anything to say about it, your liberty will be gone. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, you have to remember this. Government is never, ever here to help you. They are here to take advantage of you and control you by whatever means, by whatever lies, by whatever crisis that they can muster up or conjure up. So I'm going to go back to that scripture and say, that says, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs and seventy palm trees, and they camped there near the water. It was an oasis in the desert. Where's our oasis, America? It's in the hearts. If our liberty is in our hearts. If God is in our hearts. America is now wandering around in a wilderness of our own making. We were free. Israel was in slavery. We were free. And now we're enslaved. From freedom to chains. Read Paul Harvey or go back to one of my shows when I read that to you. It is amazing. It is amazing. So everything that Levin is going through in this book, we have been, if you have been listening to my show, or if you have been listening to the man who had a show prior to mine, Derry Brownfield, you've heard all of this. Yet we've, and I'm talking to myself too, we did nothing to stop it. Right now, I would jerk every one of my kids out of school. And that's not easy. Homeschooling is not easy. (laughs) Parenting is not for cowards, as Dr. Dobson would say. But you've got to do it. You've got 
to get a hold of it. And if you can't do it, you need to sit them down every evening and go through their studies with them, and you need to tell them what is true and what is not true. They could give the teacher all the answers that they want, but they need to know the truth. Pass the test, but know the truth. I have, when I was watching Levin, he had Bob Woodson on. We need to get him back on here. A delightful man. A man whose heart is in the right place. And who is taking action to do the right thing. It will be the free Americans, the free colored Americans, that bring America home. The Josephs, who knew slavery and rose up. And I was excited. I, I even gave a little whoop like you would for a ball game when something happens. When he said on Levin and national TV last night, we need Jesus. <laughs> and I'm thinking, for such a time as this, for such a time as this, this is coming from American Greatness by Jason Bland. Instead of worshiping at the feet of political elites and offering our own freedom as sacrifice, we must place our faith in the Almighty Creator once more. He says, uh, it was once in an all-knowing Creator, the language of our founding fathers, <laughs> clearly pointed to the belief in a higher authority, a being greater than ourselves. Our founding fathers understood that we were mere mortal, fallible men. It was an infinite God who wrote the universal laws of nature on our hearts, not an earthly prince. Laws should govern our actions as a nation and secure inalienable rights for citizens. It's a very lengthy article. I won't read it all to you. He said, all men are created equal, and a creator has given us life and liberty, not the government. He says, as time passes, more and more people have stepped away from this understanding of natural law. This is most evident over the past year and a half, as many in our society have placed their trust and faith in political leaders and doctors, the news media, the social media influencers above and beyond any theological or spiritual construct. Where do you place your faith? When I was with Derry Brownfield, I learned an awful lot. And that's when I had, well, actually my turnabout was my daddy. I thought I was a good citizen, and I think I was. I didn't go around breaking laws. I was trying to raise my kids up to to know God and to know pride in our nation. But it was during the um, the one crisis there in Texas, and they had a standoff, and they were going to keep these people from hurting the children. And they ended up burning them all. 
Well, before that happened, my dad came over one day. I don't remember what for. I don't think he tuned my piano. My daddy was a piano tuner. (laughs) And I don't think he tuned my piano that day, but he came over for something. Maybe he was bringing me something out of his garden. I don't know. But he said, these people have done nothing wrong. This is a religious persecution. And I got to thinking about it. They had all these weapons and stuff accumulated, but they hadn't done anything with them. They hadn't even threatened anybody with them. The town there wasn't threatened in Texas by these people. But the government felt threatened. It was tyranny. And they killed them all. They killed them all. That was my awakening. But Derry Brownfield mentioned lots of things about the land and about the land grabbing that was going on and and about all these things that were happening. And and it was all new to me. (laughs) I used to say if it didn't happen in my kitchen or my laundry room, I didn't know what was going on. Well, it's time, women, we woke up. Because right now you, you are the enemy. You are nothing to the left. Women are nothing in communism. You understand that? Well, this, I looked up. Well, this is something else. This is something else. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this Clara Piven with you. But the New York Times criticized for calling freedom an anti-government slogan. Well, I understand, but it's not the same way, because freedom is anti-government. That's not how they meant it. They meant it as, these people are (laughs) anti-government. That's what Antifa is, isn't it? BLM. They're anti-freedom. Government is anti-freedom. Freedom is anti-government. That doesn't mean that everybody that screams freedom wants to go overthrow the government. We want to bring freedom back in America. They're telling us to say freedom means you hate your government. Well, (laughs) you can read this article. I, I get what they're saying. Because our media hates freedom because they're communists and they love government. So they believe in the insurrection on January 6th, which was not an insurrection. It was not armed. Nobody was armed. The only one killed was Ashley Babbitt. And we're still looking for that murderer who executed her. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about this. Flower Piven strategy, and we'll be right back. As 
a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bring an america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. 
They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call 818-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. This is a strategy that has been around a long, long time. This article was written back in 2018, but the strategy of power... Piven, Cloward Piven strategy. There's two people. <laughs> it's been around for a long time. And I first heard about it through my mentor, Barry Brownfield. It says the end goal of the Cloward Piven strategy is the creation of political crisis leading to a guaranteed annual income. Remember the $15 minimum wage they want? Essentially, the Cloward-Piven strategy would lead to the complete control of citizens through socialism, communism. And this is what your Democrat Party is after. And some of the Republicans, too. Like I said, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, and some of the others. Now, I'm, I was reminded of the Cloward-Piven because Levin brought it up again. So many things that I had heard about through Derry Brownfield... He was talking about last night. The strategy to implement political crisis to achieve a guaranteed annual income was published in May of 1966. The Nation, a leading liberal political and cultural magazine, is called The Nation. In this publication, their main goal to achieve the crisis was to have a massive drive to recruit the poor onto the welfare rolls. A federal program to administer these large welfare programs would be needed. This is because if it is administered locally, there would be lower enrolled because the poor are more visible and proximate in the local community. Antagonism toward them has always, therefore, been more intense locally than at the federal level. Remember the useful idiots and what uh, Joel, what's the name? Alf, 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 Alinsky. Sal Alinsky. I was saying it backwards. Sal Alinsky. He goes on in here, he says, this means that if there was more oversight at the local level, it would not allow the welfare rolls to increase to the levels needed to cause a financial crisis. In other words, they don't want to do it locally. They want to do it in D.C. Therefore, their solution was to move programs to Washington, D.C., where people are not as aware of the costs and oversight of the programs. If it's if it's local, you're kind of more aware of what's going on. Sneaky, right? It's called tyranny. It's called dictatorship. It's called communism. 
The strategy also rejected that a person could overcome poverty through any institution of private enterprise, signaling that hard work, education, personal responsibility are not a solution to poverty. Makes no sense, does it? And yet, that's what we're promoting as a government in the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. All these social programs to help you, they're social programs to control you. Their only solution is a federal program of income redistribution to elevate the poor and in mass from poverty. The solution of a guaranteed income to end poverty also must be free from any sort of conditions, you know, like work requirements. What is it that they want in this nation? Because we're going to run out of time, and I apologize for that. The hypotheses, the lawyers who could be recruited on a voluntary basis, especially under the banner of movement to end poverty by a strategy of asserting legal rights, enter the ACLU. They're not a friend. The liberal strategy calls for a climate militancy that would overcome attitudes of being on welfare. They state that as the crisis develops, it will be important to use the mass media to inform the broader liberal community about the inefficiencies and injustices of welfare. Hmm. Their ideal political movement would be a cadres of aggressive organizers from the civil rights movement and the churches, from the militant low-income organizations like those formed by Sal Alinsky and other groups on the left. Rules for radicals? We need more poor. When people are poor, they're easily controlled. Their target demographic was a coalition between poor whites and poor Negroes. Their ultimate aim of this strategy is a new program for direct income distribution, also known throughout history as socialism, communism, which has led to the death, despair, depravity of hundreds of millions of people. And it's here, America. It's here. The four steps of the Cloward-Piven strategy are, one, overload and break the welfare system. Two, have chaos ensue. Three, take control in the chaos. Four, implement socialism and communism through government force. We see all four of these things happening. It is here. Now, this isn't coming from Mark Levin here, but his is the same thing. He's telling you the same thing. He mentioned Cloward Piven, and I went and I looked him up again because I wanted to see what, I think I've actually got their writing somewhere. As Milton Friedman famously said, there is nothing so permanent as temporary government program. This is because government sets out to fix a problem with a new program. However, that program, that program never seems to go away. And you know what? It never fixed the problem either. Does this mean government never fixes a problem or the government will never shrink unless forced to do so by receiving less money? We're feeding 
we're feeding the monster. The monster is communism, socialism, government control of the people. Our Congress is a crisis for us. All of them. There may be a handful there. Levin may not agree with me on this. But we've seen what people like Cheney. We've seen Romney. We, yes, Lindsey Graham too. We've seen what they've done. McCain. We've seen what they've done. More socialism. More social progress. We must help people. We must increase unemployment. Not employment. They want to increase unemployment. Where's the money coming from? We went through this pandemic. Not one government worker ever missed a paycheck, but the people that are paying them did. Inside, outside. Upside down. As long as we are here, we are not healthy, wealthy, and wise. America has got to push back. We've got to say no to these things that are being taught to our children in the schools. We've got to say no to welfare. We've got to say no to all of it. We've got to say yes to God. And only then will we bring America home. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because... Uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay. Abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. 